Well, good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Great to have you in the podcast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the Word of God? Today is the uh, last podcast of this particular week, and I'm encouraging you, as I do quite frequently, to make sure that you're in a house of God where you can be refreshed, where you can uh, stop all the running around and the the the, uh, the the anxiety and the just tearing around in life, doing all the things that need to be done and trying to get all your chores accomplished. And uh, the first day of the week is a time for you to be able to reboot and get into the Word of God and turn your attention from all those things that, quite frankly, folks, is it not true? You'll never get to the end of your list. I've got a list of things that I need to do, and I'm never going to make it to the end of that list. Uh, the best I can do is chip away at it. Can I ask you a question this morning? Whenever you're listening to this, are you tired? <laughs> I think I probably heard some people chuckling through their speaker. Uh, are you tired? Uh, do you feel like life is really rushing at a breakneck speed and you're just kind of being dragged behind it, flailing and flapping in the wind? and uh, almost out of control sometimes, uh, that stressed out, anxious, and worried that uh, sense that I have been speaking about in the past few podcasts, uh, worried about how you're going to fit everything into an already tight schedule. Well, uh, our concept of rest, of getting refreshment and rest, is not always what, uh, well, actually, infrequently, is it what the Bible describes as rest, uh, sometimes we think that rest is just turning on a Netflix and having a binge session with all kinds of popcorn wrappers all over the floor. Maybe it's a weekend going to the ocean. Maybe it's getting to bed earlier. Maybe it's candles and a bubble bath or a good book or something very important uh, that you think would do the job. But I would suggest to you that um, there's some things that the Bible has to teach us about rest that I think it'd be helpful for this last podcast of the week. Uh, and until we learn how to find rest in our spirits, you're never really going to truly find rest. And that is uh, uh, what the Bible um, uh, suggests to you, or just doesn't suggest. It teaches this in, in important fact. The, in the Bible, the word rest occurs many times, but no less true in the book of Hebrews that I mentioned on the last podcast. And the rest that God offers in the book of Hebrews is a rest that I don't think anybody would argue with. It's a rest that has characteristics that says uh, no more self-labor, no effort as far as our salvation is concerned. In Hebrews chapter 3 and 4, that's what is discussed quite a bit there. Uh, it's an end of of plea, trying to please God through our own feeble efforts, a rest in God's free grace. That's the kind of rest that's offered. It's also a freedom from whatever worries or disturbs you. Maybe it's mental or emotional. Uh, to be, it's to, to to have the rest of God is to be at peace with God and possess the perfect peace that He gives. The rest of the Bible does mean to be able to lie down and be settled, to be secure. No more uh, shifting from one thing to another out of frustration or boredom. Uh, the rest of the Bible means to be confident in confident trust, remaining in Him, a confidence in Him and His ability. It means uh, to lean on the one who will never fail you. 
there is great rest in that. And then, of course, having a place in the kingdom of God is a great rest to the soul. Now, having said all that, I want to leave you with this podcast today to help you to understand that the Bible doesn't teach us that we find rest from trouble, but rest in the midst of trouble. He doesn't give you an escape. He gives you strength and his own divine presence and peace when you go through those struggles. And certainly having a time of rest is contingent on that. That's what the writer of Hebrews said in chapter 3. He said, consider your Savior. Consider this great salvation he offers you. Don't reject it. Don't neglect it. Don't walk away from it because that's what the Israelites did in unbelief. They were offered this wonderful promise of blessing in the promised land. And and, and they turned their back in unbelief and decided to go their own way of choosing rather than God's. And the, the assertion of the book is, listen, you need to focus on Christ because rest that doesn't include Jesus never touches your soul. It will never get to the core of who you are. It will never begin to make those changes in your heart in order to shape you into a position where you can have deep, lasting, true soul rest that affects so many other areas in your life. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 1, Let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, meaning to the Israelites. But the word preached did not profit them because it was not mixed with faith in them that heard it. And in verse 3 of chapter 4, the, the, the writer says, For we which have believed do enter into rest, as he has uh, said, as I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. And he goes on to say, seeing therefore it remaineth that some must enter therein. And they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of unbelief. Uh, Don't be like them is essentially what the text is saying. Folks, rest is found in Jesus Christ and in a pursuit of him. Psalm 91 clearly illustrates that, that our comfort and security is in the Lord. You remember what the psalm says, He who dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The word secret place indicate uh, protection, while the word word shadow means a defense. God is your security. God is your comfort. He is the one that is to be preeminent in all the pursuits that you have. And to find that rest and security, you got to learn how to dwell on the secret place of the Most High. You've got to learn to abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You've got to come to Jesus Christ at His invitation and make that a pursuit. Now, I'm not talking to unsaved people here, although that's true for you. But I'm saying if you're a believer, if you're a disciple of Christ today, and you're stretched beyond the max, and you're needing rest for your soul, you need to come to Christ. That's his invitation. To take his yoke upon you. To be able to take his word and let it inform your heart. Let it soothe your soul. Let it wash over you. Like people are looking for a bubble bath. Well, you need this kind of bubble bath uh, so that your soul can be rested. Uh, You won't find 
your uh, soul rest in a next Netflix binge. You're not going to find uh, soul rest in going to the ocean. That's temporary. It's not lasting. Camping trips won't give you soul rest. You won't find rest in a giant tub of haagen You won't find soul rest in a bubble bath or at the bottom, certainly, of a glass of alcohol. Soul rest can only be found in Jesus Christ, finding that deep, lasting relationship with Him. Jesus said that. Rest is discovering, folks, that you're never you will never be enough. Let's just face that, right? Let's be really honest here. The ugly kind of August, uh, honesty. You know, the kind where you throw open the doors and you show the world that your couch is piled up and unfolded laundry is everywhere and your sink is overflowing with dishes and that kind of honesty. You will never be enough Because on your own, you are a disaster. Your salvation is nothing but filthy rags. Your efforts at finding rest will never satisfy. It's rotted. It's got maggots on it. It stinks. You cannot, you will never be enough. Because, you know, God intended uh, God never intended for you to be enough. Psalm 91, 2 says, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him I will trust. And all throughout Psalm 91, you see that God is the one who gives that rest, not your own ability to create the right mood or ambiance or environment or conditions or atmosphere. Philippians 2 verse 12 says, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. And watch this. He says, For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. You work out your salvation, and that's the key. That means it's God. I focus on him. I focus on this gift of salvation. I focus on the Holy Spirit and living out this Christian life with uh, with all of this marvelous, infinite grace that God gives to us. So, rest is faith and trust in the truth of God's Word. Hebrews 1 through 4 teaches you all about that. Uh, where is your rest right now? Where is it that you're finding that deep uh, sense of peace within your own heart? My friends, if you're like me, you get tired, you get worn down and exhausted from life's demands. And I want to challenge you today. Do what I'm still learning to do. Stop and fix your eyes on Christ and ask yourself why you're doing what you're doing and why you're trying so hard. And if your soul lives in a, in a state of spiritual dryness, it may just be that you've put too many things before this pursuit of Christ. And you may need to learn to pare back and not overwhelm yourself with things that are not going to be a matter for eternity. The rest you're seeking is soul rest, deep rest, rest that goes deep inside you, settles your flustered emotions, your anxiety and your churning thoughts. And that rest can only be found in Jesus. God bless you today. Will you focus on Him? 
meditate on who He is and what He's done for you. Walk with Christ.